0: is Kelsey McAlexander and I serve as the college ministry associate here at New Vision. I'm super excited to share one of my favorite passages with you all today. And as I think about my favorite passages, one that has really just been something that I've held on to throughout the last year would be Psalm 139. And so I'm just going to read that passage from the CSB version. It says, Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I stand up. You understand my thoughts from far away. You observe my travels and my rest. You are aware of all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know all about it, Lord. You have encircled me. You have placed your hand on me. This wondrous knowledge is beyond me. It is lofty. I am unable to reach it. Where can I go to escape your spirit? When can I flee from your presence? If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed and chill, you are there. If I fly on the wings of the dawn and settle down on the western horizon, even there your hand will lead me. Your right hand will hold on to me. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light around me will be night. Even the darkness is not dark to you. The night shines like the day. Darkness and light are alike to you. For it was you who created my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wondrously made. Your works are wondrous, and I know this very well. My bones were not hidden from you when I was made in secret, when I was formed in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw me when I was formless. All my days were written in your book and planned before a single one of them began. God, how precious your thoughts are to me, how vast their sum is. If I counted them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I wake up, I am still with you. God, if only you would kill the wicked. You bloodthirsty men stay away from me, who invoke you deceitfully. Your enemies swear by you falsely. Lord, don't I hate those who hate you and detest those who rebel against you? I hate them with extreme hatred. I consider them my enemies. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my concerns. See if there is any offensive way in me. Lead me in the everlasting way. And so I think when... I read through this passage, it's pretty popular from verses 13 to 14, and those are the verses that talk about, I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wondrously made, your works are wondrous, and I know this very well. And I think those are pretty popular, people um, refer to them a lot, maybe you'll see them on like a coffee mug or a bumper sticker. Um, but I think we have missed the rest of the chapter around those verses, which is full of so much amazing truth about God and how he relates to us. And in my Bible, this chapter is titled the all knowing ever present God. And I think that is such a good description of what this chapter is really about. It's talking about how God is all knowing. He knows everything about us and he's ever present. He's always with us. And this psalm was written by King David, like a lot of the other psalms were, and he is just reminding himself within this psalm what is true about God and how God relates to him, even within a time of trial. And for me, this passage first really stuck out to me this past summer when I had to have a huge surgery out of nowhere, and the Lord really just used this passage to comfort me and remind me of who he is during that time. And so in verse one, David says, you have searched me and known me. And so he's talking all about how God knows everything about him. He knows, it says, he knows when I sit down and when I stand up, he's aware of where I go, the words I'm going to say. And so these first six verses are really all about how God knows everything about us. He knows us so deeply And then the next six verses are all about God being ever present with us. And I think this is my favorite part of this psalm. And it starts with, where can I go to escape your spirit? And then the last part says, if I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light around me will be night. Even the darkness is not dark to you. The night shines like the day. Darkness and light are alike to you. And I think, again, this is just a reminder that God cares so deeply for us. And these verses are really just a reminder that no matter where we go or what we walk through, we are never outside of the care or the control of God. And I think in seasons or times where things feel really dark and really hard, it can be easy to start to question, like, hey, is God even aware of what's going on? And if he is aware, why is he not doing anything to change my circumstances right now? And I think for me, this passage has been such a comfort in those times to just be reminded that even the darkness is not dark to him. Like God isn't up in heaven wondering what's happening in your life. He isn't thrown off by the enemy or how the enemy is trying to throw you off in this season. And so when we turn our face towards God in our seasons of trial... The night shines like the day is what this passage says. And that just really makes me think about John chapter one in verses four through five, when it says in him, and when it says him, it's talking about Jesus in him was life. And that life was the light of men. That light shines in the darkness and yet the darkness did not overcome it. And so I'm saying, even in the dark, even when we don't understand the light of Jesus is still shining through. And so it's just talking about who Jesus is. He is the light of our lives in the darkness. He brings light and life. And so that's just such a good reminder for me. I think I need to reflect and meditate on that in seasons where I'm facing a trial or things are hard or feel really dark. And then, again, we come to the popular part of this passage. And verses 13 through 16 are about Like how God knows us again. He's all knowing. And verse 16 says, Your eyes saw me when I was formless. All my days were written in your book and planned before a single one of them began. And so this is just saying, hey, God knows what is ahead of you. He is in control of what is happening now and what is to come, even when we can't see it or understand it. And I think that thought alone gives me peace because I know that my God is a good God and that he cares so deeply for me and for you. Like He cares about what's coming and he's in control of what's coming. And then I'm just going to skip to the last part of this chapter because I think it gives a really good and practical next step when we are thinking about this passage. So in verses 23 through 24, David says, Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my concerns. See if there is any offensive way in me. Lead me in the everlasting way. And so David, really in the midst of his trials, was reminding himself of the truth about God. And then here in this last little part, he's asking God to change and refine any part of him that did not believe that God was good and in control of the things that he was going through. And I think more often than not, this isn't my posture whenever things get hard or I'm facing something really difficult feel like I'm much quicker to ask God to change my circumstances than to change my perspective. But I think when we ask for a per- perspective change, we get to see more of God in the midst of the hard things that we are facing. And we really get to see his light shine in the darkness, just like this passage is talking about. And so I think that is certainly what I'm in need of more is allowing God's light to shine in the dark situations in my life. And I can guess that maybe that's what you're in need of more as well in the seasons where you walk through a trial or maybe you're walking through a trial right now. And so I would just encourage you to to seek God and ask him, like search me, God, and know my heart and like shift my perspective, shift the things that I'm thinking in this season and help me to see more of you. Help me to seek after your light that's shining in the darkness. And so after we've reflected on this, this is a super long chapter and I would just challenge you to take time maybe today or sometime this week to just sit and read through it yourself and allow the Lord to speak to you through it because there's so much great truth to be gleaned from what David says in this psalm. And I think God wants to speak something directly to you through this passage, especially if you're walking through a hard season right now. So I hope this was as encouraging to you as it has been to me over the last few months. I hope you have a great rest of your your day and join us back here for our next podcast episode.